It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Here we are in the dungeon with Andrew Anderson, the Taskmaster, and special guest Gangrel. What is going on there, gentlemen? How are you? How you doing? <laughs> we are we are, we are hanging in there. I'm going to warn everybody that Andrew is highly caffeinated today, and oh my god, I have no, I have no control over what he's going to do. Just I am totally, I'm seven cups of coffee in. I had a Red Bull. And uh, I'm like freaking wired for sound that they're, they're putting an addition on my house. And all I hear is, hey, drill. Dave, Dave, <laughs> back, in the, back in the day, wasn't that ex- our excuse to too much coffee? Yeah. Yeah, too much good coffee. One, good one. Yeah, yeah, or, or the Miami place. flu. The Miami yeah. flu. <laughs> yeah, the Miami flu. <laughs> Miami flu. <laughs> You would have thought Fonzie came over my house with Jeff Gardner. <laughs> oh, uh, All right. Hey, so any guys, news I mean, on Jeff Gardner? 
I, I, I don't know. He's off the ventilators and stuff like that. Uh, his memory shot. He, uh, he's like, a, I hear he's like, like a kid one day and then he has some memory and then it goes. So I'm not sure. I haven't really uh, talked to Nisi very much. So um, just what she sends me every other day. That's all I know. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good. So unfortunately, prayers out to Jeff, but Snake yeah. Master Jeff. But so Dave, how's your uh, your uh, your stem cells in your back? How'd they work out? Stem cells are doing good. Uh, to, to be honest, uh, I, I've been feeling a lot better this week. I was uh, in, I was probably like seventy percent in the gym uh, today. Back on shoulders, I was able to do shrugs and and whatnot. So I'm moving really really good. So yeah, integrated pain management. Got me hooked up. You guys got me moving well. That's it, baby. My back, my back is, it's, it's, it's tremendously well. It's doing so good. I, I thought I was going to hang up the boots. I, I was four months ago. I was done. Four months ago, I was just, no way. I was to do that. We got a lot to do, still, buddy. <laughs> well, I was back watching uh, a show. Kevin was on in 1991. Armageddon. Uh, uh, Joe Goodhart, Tri State Wrestling Alliance. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Kevin wrestled Terry Funk on that one. And I was watching back, I wrestled DC Drake and Johnny Hotbody and stuff. I was the black card. And I'm going, oh, now I know why my back hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those shows were wild. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, Brian Blair's coming in with uh, Brunzel and uh, Greg Gagne for, uh, for Stems, too, now. Oh, cool. It, 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 it's great. Kevin, you got to get in there. I got to go. My, my shoulders have been killing me this week. Killing yeah. me. I, you know, I got a gym at the house and I went worked out today and everything is killing me. I can't wait to go and get it done. I've heard you got to go, Kev. The biggest reason you got to go is get strong again. So, you know, so when you're with, with when you're with AA, you could slap around. Make sure yeah. you're out of line, bro. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, you got to give them that tape hand. You know, it's not going to work yeah. if the rotator cuff and everything hurts, though. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Those so, shoulders are worn out from all that brawling you did back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> he did that yeah. well. You were, you, you were wide open from bell to bell. <laughs> I guess the most important question I always like to ask every all of the guests, Dave. When when did you first meet up with the with these guys with this brood, if you will? Uh, this brood. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. Kevin, I think it was Florida Championship Wrestling, or uh, or was it Tri? I remember. Uh, I remember meeting up with you the first time, Dave, like it was yesterday. <laughs> I was living in the Bahamas, mm -hmm. and I was going to work in Miami Beach. So I flew over on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I walked in the bar at the Marriott, you and the other black cat, black eyed Luna. <laughs> and uh, I go in the table. And I'm watching the, what's going transpiring, and I said, "Brother, they're made for one another." It was you, you and Luna, and Luna <laughs> was so instrumental to get me over, because I don't think I would have got over like I did without her. You know, the first time I slapped her, and then I was suspended for TV, and I was supposed to apologize. And she was a tiny little girl then. Yeah, and he says, and Gordon says, "Well, Mr. Sullivan, I was off TV for like two or three weeks." And she said, "He said you got to apologize to Trudy." And before I go apologize, she said, "No, Gordon, I want to tell Kevin something." And she said, 
and everybody's thinking I'm going to apologize. So she's going to read me out. She said, when you touched me, she didn't say slap. She said, when you touched me, I felt the warm feeling that I never felt before. And we were off running. She shaved half her head. I mean, yeah. she, was, she was, in my mind, the best Vachon there was, and that's saying something. Yeah, Mad Dog was something, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very huge compliment, yeah. She she taught me so, so much. I would just sit back. She taught me what to do, what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I have to credit her with uh, becoming quite a, a street fighter as well. She got me in more fights than I can imagine. <laughs> I, I, I remember one time uh, in Sarasota, there was an independent show in... You may remember the guy that was uh, Tokyo Monsters manager. Oh. I think he was managing you, and there was a screw up spot with him. And all of a sudden, me, I'm sitting down, lacing my boots. I'm going to work with Mike Graham, and I look across at him, and this guy's on his hands and knees, scurrying like a dog, and she's kicking him and punching him. And everybody looks at me and Mike and says, Hey, aren't you going to help? And we both said at the same time, We've seen this act enough. We're not going to get in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, yeah. She, was, she was something. Yeah, she that was, uh, yeah. She she tended to like uh, really school a few managers there. Uh, Jovica, remember Victor Jovica? Yeah, Puerto yeah. So yeah. Uh, one, time, one time we were in the main event, I was wrestling Ray Gonzalez. Luna didn't want me to go to the ring because we hadn't been paid. She goes, ah, they're going to skip town. They're talking about that. You know, she's. You know how she gets and uh, yeah. I go, no, it's okay. Let's just go to the ring. So I get in the ring. She says, don't you dare go home until I give you a signal. And, you know, it's about 15 minutes in. Ray's like, hey, amigo, amigo. I go, I don't know. I haven't got a signal, man. I can't go home. He goes, what are you talking about? But I was looking for Luna all over. And then I see her pop out and gave me a little finger to go home. I went home. So kind of got to the locker room. Door. The bushwhackers were there, uh, Luke and them. I walk in the locker room. She says, Jovica about a ball. Literally pinned up on a wall and going, yeah, not gonna do a cheap bruiser Brody to me in there, you son of a bitch. I'm getting paid. You better get my money. I don't care if you gotta go pawn your shoes, you know. She was all over. And, and by God, he came up with the money. It was a lot of ones and fives, but we got paid. That's <laughs> great. Good. That's great. She was something else. Like she certainly was. It's safe to say she was one of a kind, I think. Yeah, she was one of a kind. I mean, she yeah. was one of a kind. I and remember one of the proudest moments was when you complimented her. I, you probably don't remember this, but uh, she debuted and uh, she just got the boob job or something. And she came out in ECW and uh, you had talked to her and you said, yeah, I look like a 57 Chevy, Luna. <laughs> and she was so proud. I remember yeah. she was a demon after that. <laughs> she, I mean, she was, I hate to say that because everybody says one of a kind, but she was. And she yeah. knew how to work and eat. She was super, super. Right. And she helped your career, too. I mean, you know, oh, like what you, the story you just said, maybe <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten the money if she didn't grab Javika <laughs> by the nuts and hold them up, right? But Javika says to me, amigo, tell her she's doing bad business. And I go, no, she told me not to go to the ring. I got to fly back to Tampa with her now. I'm really going to get it. So you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, she taught me. She taught me a lot. She taught me there was no uh, black, there was no gray area, black and white. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I've learned. Uh, I just didn't see after I was with her. 
I just never saw business the same. I just saw it as a business, you know. Just a right. She loved it. She loved it. She, she loved she it. She sure did. She did. Yeah. Sure did. So, yeah. Dave, tell us, tell us about what you're doing now with uh, MLW and uh, and CCW at the the wrestling school. Well, so Monday through Thursdays, I run a wrestling school, CCW, so I'm down there, Coastal Championship Wrestling, to South Florida. So I'm mostly involved in the school itself, so I'm there. Uh, MLW, they do tapings once a month. I'm in there doing a little bit of a, a darker gimmick, go figure. Uh, but um, I couldn't really tell you the direction that's going on there. I kind of just show up and have a match and go. I know I got dates through July, but that's about all I really know, to be honest. Um, but it, it's fun. Uh on the road every weekend, I'm blessed. I'm so so blessed to be able to do what I love and out there. And thank thank goodness for the stem cells. Um, <laughs> to keep doing yep. it for a little bit longer, man. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just busy. I got a I have a podcast called Banging the Banging. I do that, uh, Banging the Bang with Gang Bro. So I stay busy seven days a week. I'm in a wrestling ring somewhere doing something or something to do with wrestling. Um, well, I was MLW. I was I was MLW this past weekend at WrestleCon after WrestleCon WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it was good. There's a lot of shows going on. So I would say um, they had a good house on Thursday for half the show. And then it kind of lightened up a little bit because I think that uh, Create a Pro or Create Your Narrative or whatever it's called was right next door, like literally a wall separating. So I think some of the people jumped venues. And then uh, Friday was good. It was good. Um, it could have been bigger, of course, but there's so much going on WrestleMania weekend. But they were fun shows. Um, uh, I, I didn't know I could still take right-handed uh, arm drags and whatnot from all these Lucha guys. Uh, getting a bit of a Lucha Lucha lessons, but uh, just flashbacks to when I was a kid. So I did enough of it when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, Dave, are you still taking students, Dave? So if somebody wanted to reach out to you to uh, to go to the school, how do they hit you up online or how do they contact you? Uh, they just, just just go to Coastal Championship Wrestling um, right there, CCW uh, Training Facility. You, you Google that, it'll pop up. Um, got a lot of you know a lot of interesting things happening there right now. Training a uh, Former uh, or, or, or current bare knuckle fighter, former MMA, uh, Paige Van Zandt. Uh, so I'm doing uh, one-on-ones with her. Uh, Monday, I can't remember the name, but another former or current kickboxing woman's coming in. So it seems like um, I, I'm getting blessed that there's athletes rolling in there now. You know, not, not just guys that are and kids that are putting down their their, their joint and their controller or whatever, their video game. And roll in and go, I want to be a pro wrestler. There's actually athletes starting to show up, uh, and, and they're very coachable and, and very talented. So that's fun, too. But I enjoy training all aspects of life, but but it, it's really uh, – you, you start getting a little bit down when you start getting frustrated, feeling like um, you're not making headway with people. But then when a true athlete comes along, you go, oh, uh, this is why I train people. I love this. <laughs> David, I have to go on YouTube and watch Rock – and Roman, mm-hmm. and their match was like 20 years ago, a match that you would have. Yeah. And I thought, wow, maybe they've seen the light and they're going to go back to some wrestling because they also were stiff with one another. I mean, yeah. Roman gave Brock a running knee and Brock gave him a receipt right away with a clothesline. Wow. He, yeah. he couldn't hold on to the rope, brother. He shot off that rope. <laughs> but the, the, it was no flips and flops. Not that I'm knocking that. But it went yeah. back to it would look closer to me. And probably because of Brock being in there and the announcers talking about it, it looked almost like a UFC fight. I mean, yeah. 
It was really, really well done. And, you know, you talk about all the shows. Dave, I heard there was 46 shows. You think that could be right at, at WrestleMania? Yeah, I, I, I see people posted from different shows, and a lot of them are not the same shows. I'm like, what is going on? And yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a two-day weekend. But um, I think if WrestleMania would have been this Sunday, there would have been even more shows. Yeah. yeah. But would it be at Saturday and Sunday, I think it, it kept it down because – I can remember that uh, a few years ago when it was just a WrestleMania Sunday, there was like 60-something shows or more going on one time. Was it in uh, Orlando, I think? When it was in Orlando. It, it was, was in Orlando. That was crazy. That was a crazy yeah. weekend. I, I did five or six, I did six shows myself that weekend in two days. I, I mean, I tripled up. Tripled up. Yeah, I did crazy. And in Orlando, I did two. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I believe it. I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> It's crazy. I do hope know. wrestling, Kevin. I do hope wrestling comes back around because I love a good battle with a, with a good story behind it, you know. And uh, right. and I truly, I truly love good versus evil, you know. Uh, I, yeah. I I like it. I like to clearly know who the white hat is and the black hat, and choose to cheer if I want to, you know. I, I miss that and, and good storytelling, good physicality, uh, believability, and mystery. I, I I want more mystery. I want want that magic back in the business. It, it, it's yeah. all gone. Yeah, man, Dave, you were you were you were both of those elements, right? Because everybody who's who's ever going to forget you walking out of the fire. I mean, I remember, and I've ADD. I can't even remember what the fuck I had for breakfast. Who's going to you know forget you coming, literally coming up out of the floor through the fire? People don't forget that. Yeah. And you were a real physical wrestler, just like just like Kevin. Now bringing that stuff back, and it's awesome to know that you're teaching newer generations on how to really go back to go back to the real wrestling, uh, as opposed to you know flopping around and flying through the air and have that real physicality right some of the newer students got a real good taste of it this past few days because the stem cells have kicked in and i had to sit out on the floor for three months nursing this back going ah something's off and then i got in there and i just tore holy hell through them off <laughs> i think a few of them are not coming back but uh it's for their own good it's for their own good because save, save their parents some money save them some heartache <laughs> what's that uh Aaron, i'm sorry did you kick asses, taking taking names and seeing who's fit and who's unfit? Uh, yeah, I did because I was feeling good and honorary about it too. But it's because I, more I was disappointed in myself because I had been out on the floor. We got three rings running, and I trust uh, some of my students that I've trained already in there, but they just missed the little devils in the, deta the, the details. You know, the the footwork and the timing. So I went in there, and I think I was frustrated and upset with myself that I failed as a teacher. So, but I really thought, holy hell, we weeded out some of the weaker ones anyways. And the other ones, they toughed it through. And, and uh, there were some easy adjustments and some, some I'm still going to have to work on adjusting. But I think I was more mad at myself. So it wasn't really fair for me to get all crazy on them. But at the same time, it's not an easy business. It's easy everybody to be doing it. It should be a lot harder. I believe it should, <laughs> should be way, I, I think it should be way harder to get into than, than it is nowadays if you show up and get a tryout because you look good, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I like. I, I don't believe. I mean, in the older days, I, I got a little bit of it. I was talking about Boris uh, Malenko, and then I ended up going to Stampede. But they kind of beat on you a little bit. See if you had what you took, and you kept coming back. And you, did you look like you're a bit coachable, and you're able to uh, uh, pick up somebody that would take you under their wing? You know, I kind of like that system, and I like learning coming up through territories because you learn uh, from a bunch of different styles, and, and and they're all great in their own ways, and and, and uh, and all these little tricks and stuff, but none, none, nobody teaches that stuff or, or uh, out there giving that knowledge to. And some of the people, some of the older guys still won't give it. You know, I try to give what I learned, and um, 
to help them. And, but I get frustrated when they don't, they don't respect it. Though, you know? Yeah, I, I see how that is. Kevin keeps saying to me that uh, I need to incorporate some of his old style into what I do in the ring. Right, Kev? Well, it ain't just my style. You're, you're a big guy. I think you should be physical. Like, Dave, have you worked with Charlie Haas? Uh, what early? Not, 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 the, not the new Charlie Haas. He's super aggressive. I like the new Charlie Haas. I worked oh, with I him, him and his brother way back in the day. You, <laughs> yep. you and him would have an incredible match. I believe he would bring the better. He would bring me up back up to where I like to work because I've, I've gotten where I've been very disappointed in myself when I'm watching video and everything's on YouTube. Everything you do, somebody's yeah. posted it or it's up there somewhere, so you can't get it yeah. back. And then I see where I'm holding back. I'm being nice and I'm going, what's the point of it anyways? Let me just do this and get rid of it. And uh, I'm going to tell you, that attitude changed. It, it's changed this past week. They're coming back Good. there. And I'm going like, um, Good. When I, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, too, I'm ready to raise hell. And I'm feeling good. Maybe secretly, uh, maybe I was doubting my back a little bit if I could still skirmish if I had to. But uh, Dave, feeling Dave. pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good, Kevin. You got to get in there and get that stem cell. <laughs> Dave, Dave, that's what I'm going to say. That you're paying more attention because you're not in pain. And you yeah. know what you were in such pain. I couldn't understand how you could walk to the ring. Never mind perform. When you're in pain, it's a constant thing on your head. It takes <laughs> away the quality of your life. And yes, then sir. you're going to work. And when you're working the style you do, you're saying, oh, in the back of your head, you're saying, okay, I'm going to cut that out tonight. I'm going to cut that. You go ahead and do it anyway. And you get hurt worse. So I'm glad to hear the stem cells are really working for you. Well, okay. they are. It happened with me when I, I was heavier uh, a year Half ago, when I was a lot heavier, I was lumbering. I was slow. I couldn't do things. I couldn't move. I was. I wasn't getting winded because my cardio was there. But it was like hey, a, I'm going to cut you off, Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> yeah, baby. When you're 420 pounds, <laughs> you lumber. Yeah, huh? I, 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 I have to hear. I was going to. I was going to put Biv overalls on to call him Haysack Calhoun Jr. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Great after after Andrew. Well, look, you offended him so much he dropped off. Holy shit! Oh, no. <laughs> or, or or he went to get a giant turkey. Like I don't know which of the two it is. <laughs> oh, oh, caffeine. I, yeah, he's caffeining up. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Now I got to deal with him. Kev, he lives too way cl too close to me. So after this ends, he's going to come up and go yell at me. Thanks, Kev. Got to deal with <laughs> this shit now. So Dave, we discussed if if. Uh, for the school that they come hit you online for the wrestling school. How about bookings and stuff? Is your preference people coming to you directly? Is there management you go through? What 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 do you look for for that, Dave? I, I don't think anybody calls anybody anymore. It's so weird. I think all my bookings come in on my uh, Facebook, Dan Grub, David D. So they, they come in on that or sometimes Instagram. Uh, I don't think I've taken an actual phone call other than Kevin or Andrew. I don't, nobody calls anymore. They want to text or, or, or something. But most of them come in on Facebook. Uh, Gangrel David on Facebook. There. All right. So I just yeah. want to make sure anyone who's looking to uh, to get Dave Gangrel for bookings, you just heard that. So you'll be able to reach yeah. out to him there. Andrew's coming uh, back from his technical difficulties. Uh, according uh, to Kevin, he got mad and he went yeah. to the giant turkey. Yeah. Like. What? I'll tell you what. Since Andrew, Where'd you go there, buddy? Telling you, just uh, I said one. I was like, "F you" to Kevin. All of a sudden, my video went whack because somebody keeps calling in on my thing. I think people. I tell them I'm having a podcast. They keep calling, and I keep pressing. You know, 
end call, end call, end call, and I pressed the wrong one. I ended this uh, this stream. I've never seen a 900 number do reverse calls, man. How much business you do? Like <laughs> Weird, bro. Probably, it's probably on me from his backbone just to fuck me up. <laughs> hey, Kevin knows a lot about bone and bones, working with Tyree all through those years and stuff like that. <laughs> Brother, those cops in Miami, the, all the ones that got busted, right? Oh, yeah, Miami River, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them, one night, they were brutal to the people. They were brutal. So one night I'm going out, you know, I was wrestling Tyree, and they said, stir up the Haitians. I'm saying, what? And with Tyree, you had to be careful because they'd be climbing the ring. So I get heat on Tyree, and next thing I know, the match is over. I'm back, and they're dragging this guy on the floor. With handcuffs, he's handcuffed in the back, and they say to Jeff, "Give us that big snake." They threw the snake in the guy. Uh, he's shit and pissed at the same time. He was trying to back up. That, that was the first time I saw the worm. He was backing up on his belly. Oh, they were brutal. Those cops were uh, brutal. Yeah, I've run into a few of them. Uh, I met up through Jeff. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, everybody met him through Jeff. Yeah. Huh. yeah, well, Tyree, though, Tyree was a character. Uh, he tried, did I ever tell you the time he tried to stab me, Kevin? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, it was on the Native Reservation, the Miccosukee. I was, I was yeah. banned from the Miccosukee for life, but they they just they've kind of forgotten about it. Some of the young kids who came trained to my school remember the story. They go, hey, did you get arrested at the Miccosukee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was working Tyree, you know, and I worked him all the way back to the days from in the uh, Miami Convention Center, you know, and right. I would take his back then. He would do the remember he would do the superplex standing on the top rope, so both of you yeah. on top. He was doing that way before these young kids are doing it now. Yeah. And uh, so I've always worked Tyree. I was with him. Then I, you know, went on. I went to Stamp, uh, Calgary, Japan, and Puerto Rico, Memphis, whatnot. I come back and we're gonna work Tyree again, and and you know he. He's got those clown spots. He wants to hold your nose, hit it, yeah. you'll kick you, mm -hmm. and all that. You know, and you can run thin on patience with that. But I did them all. And then when I went to put heat on, he just quit, quit no selling. You know, he just wouldn't yeah. sell. He, he just jumped up. And uh, so I, I gave him a one kick. And, and he cussed at me. He's never cussed at me. He says, you do that again, you MFR. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick your ass, he said. <laughs> so I kicked him again. <laughs> Wrong guy to say that, though. So to his credit, I've never been hit so fast, you know. He popped up and he went boom, 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 boom. And we wrapped off a few punches. And I said, is that all you got? <laughs> he just looked at me and he ran out of the ring. And at this point, I was living because he, he ran. I was like, you little son of a... <laughs> I was raging. So I go, the guy that rang the bell was this other guy called Q. I don't know what he had to do to show. He's this big black dude. But because he rang the bell and he's coming for Tyree, he was in my locker room. So I grabbed his bag and I threw his bag out into the, into the crowd, the reservation crowd that all the natives here. So they're plundering all through this guy's stuff. <laughs> Mayhem's going on. I go to wash my face because, uh, yeah, you remember Rusty Brooks, Kevin? Remember Rusty? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Rusty's like, "You all right?" He's, I said, "Yeah, man. I, I, I'm gonna beat Tyree's ass." He goes, "No, man. Go wash your face and cool off." So I, I went to the back because Tyree's in another locker room, and uh, and I hear him holler my name. He thought Tyree came in with his gun. You know, Tyree's to carry the gun. You know, and because uh, yeah. he had a white towel wrapped up. So I hear Rusty holler my name. I look up in the mirror, and there was Tyree coming to stab me with the uh, shank, a five-bound screwdriver. And I'm, 
I turned around and I beat him so bad. I, I, I beat him down. The, the reservation police came in, which I didn't know were federal marshals. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't comprehend that, but I, I, I literally got put in the handcuffs and everything. They put me in the handcuffs behind my back. Well, Tyree jumps up off the, the bathroom floor and charges me again. And I catch him with a kick and I just start curb stomping him to the ground. I just kick it up, kick it up. But when I did that, the, uh, the, the, the police, they all fell down too. They fell and slid through all the urine and stuff on the floor. So, so they were hot. But now at this point, they arrested Tyree. Uh, we're both sitting in a little chicken wire cell. This is before Mikasuki had all the money and the big dog yeah. and all that. It was back when it was the little gym back there, the jail. Yeah, I remember chicken. I was there. <laughs> chicken wire. And, uh, they come in and they ask me if I want to press charges. I go, no, I just I want to uh, just go home, get paid, and go home. And they go, all right, Tyler, you can leave. They let Tyler out of there. They held me for the next morning for assault on federal marshals and citing a riot because oh. there's another wrestler that came out with a cowbell. Yeah. He's a cowboy. He came out. The natives were all rioting. They jumped the cowboy, uh, J.R. James, and took his cowbell and opened him up, gave him stitches, beat him up. <laughs> yeah. And Luna, just Luna, I had to go back to Luna. Luna's like, where were you all right? I said, I was in jail. Tyree tried to say, Tyree wouldn't do that to you. He wouldn't do that. I said, uh, and I had to take an ass lashing from her for hours because she came home off the road. People verified the story. <laughs> I can't believe Tyree did that to you. But I swear he put voodoo on me, Kevin. Man, I had injuries <laughs> after injuries for a year and a half until I made peace with him. <laughs> yeah. He, oh. he, and he drew all kinds of money in South Florida and in the Bahamas. He was king. Oh, yeah. Let me tell, yeah, you, a quick, let me tell you a quick story. No heel ever went over in the Bahamas, right? So yeah. Tyree and I had a series of matches where – I was counted out. We had a double count up. So Charlie Majors, the promoter, came up with an <laughs> idea. Me and Tyree in a cage. So they come to me and Mark, and they said, we got a great house here tonight, the best we've had. And it was because of Tyree. And they said, we want to continue this. I said, how are you going to continue a cage match? They come with this rope with a noose on it. They say, we want you to put the noose on Tyree and throw him over the cage and you and Mark hang him. I said, what? He, he said, we want you to hang him. I said, Charlie, how am I gonna get back to the dressing room? He said, I'll have all the cops there and I will protect you. I said, okay. So as I step out of the ring, you remember the metal guardrail they had around the mm -hmm. ring? I put my foot on it and I see the sea of people coming at yeah. me. I grab a chair and put it over my head, but I grab Charlie and pick him up too. <laughs> they beat him to death. <laughs> when I came back to the dressing room, I dropped him. He was unconscious, bleeding all over. His little kid, the midget came in, the yeah, little person, and he says to me, oh my dad, my dad. And I turned around and slapped him. I said, your dad, he just about killed me. And I went over. <laughs> I was so mad I kicked Charlie. But Tyree drew nothing but money in that. Those the, amount of joy, the amount of joy you had in that right now, Kevin, was yeah. fantastic. He was almost dead. Uh, like, yeah! yeah. Uh, yeah. You reminded me of a funny story because uh, Charlie Majors, but then the little fella, right? Yeah. So, Luda's like, I gotta get some shots. Ah, we're in the Bahamas. <laughs> 
she was doing something and she was in the, the, the bathroom. And we had already been up for days, you know. <laughs> so, a lot like Andrew. We're looking a lot like Andrew's look earlier. There. So, hopping around, moving all over. <laughs> and uh, the door would knock, and I would look out with the little people. And you want to go, who's there? Go, There's nobody there. There's nobody there. <laughs> and, uh, knock again, and I would look. Every time I looked, they couldn't see anything. Finally, because he's opening the door, I love him. <laughs> you couldn't see him. It's a little yeah. guy, he's a short guy. He's just sitting there. Hey, I got stuff for you. Uh, the Bahamas, man. Crazy times. But that's a strong angle to do with Tyree in the Bahamas. You're lucky you got out there alive, Kevin. I am. I am. I hey, saw still one around. time. Does Tyree, does Tyree still work at all, or is he around? No. Some- His son works, I think, Tyree Jr. Uh, he's still over at Frost Roof or somewhere in uh, Central Florida. Yeah. Well, it would be great to see him again. I mean, I haven't seen him in years. Wow. One, I'll show you another thing about how tough Ming is. Ming had a match, and I forget who he was with, but he brutalized the guy at the match. I mean, his working style. And uh, he and the as Dave knows, this this was a rink like building it had no top. And they put broken bottles on top inside the cement, jagged bottle tops. The fans would sit on those, on those glass and they would sit on the roof of our dressing room. One night after Ming worked that match, he's coming back. They threw a cinder block, hit him in the head. He only went down to one knee and shook it off. <laughs> He didn't oh, think about nothing. Oh, gee. I love how much it. Kevin enjoys the brutality. He's like, yeah. He does, but he, he cemented his legend. What? I said, you're a modern day Fred Blassie, the way you crack oh. up a carnage. Oh, he was. <laughs> I Ming like was. carnage. <laughs> and, and in those days, Ming was in incredible shape. He could. He could vertical leap like Brock does to the ring. He would do yeah. that. He was an incredible, incredible athlete. Now, didn't he train sumo? No, he went to, yeah, he was a sumo. I've seen pictures when he had his hair done when he became the sumo. That's a big uh, ceremony when they give you the, you know, wrap your hair up and give you the robe. Yeah. I've seen pictures. And, and Bob was over there at the same time. So Bob and yeah, him, I, remember Bob. I, I believe that they were the first two non-Japanese recruited for sumo. They went to Tonga and got them. Huh. Yeah. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, we just got to take a quick break so we could hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in a little bit. Hey, folks, welcome back to In the Dungeon with our special guest, Gangrel. Uh Pick up where we left off there, fellas. I think a, a big thing is, is what's on everybody's uh, calendar and schedule for uh, upcoming events, guys. Well, <laughs> and I have, uh, and, and, and Dave, we all have Wrestle Daytona. Uh, Dave's doing an appearance there. Might be wrestling. We don't know yet. Um, and myself and Kevin, uh, Kevin managed me on that's on the uh, April 24th. It's Sunday. Uh, I'm, I'm scheduled to wrestle uh, Jerry Sags with Brian Knobs in his corner. So things are going to get kind of nasty. But you never know what could happen. You know, there could be a vampire getting in the ring. No, I know I'm definitely scheduled to wrestle, but I don't know if it's true. Could be. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely honored to wrestle. <laughs> I know that. I know that. 
yeah. And I'm going to do an Ohio gig this weekend. I'm in I'm in Ohio this weekend. When you guys did April 9th, Light, yeah, yeah. Lightning strikes twice, yeah. And then uh, Charleston, yep. South Carolina, yep. Sunday. Yeah. Good for you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I'm blessed. I get to wrestle every weekend. I'm I'm, I'm grateful, blessed. I, you know, I still love this crap. <laughs> I still love it. <laughs> we all do, I think. Yeah, yeah, we all still do. You know, sometimes you feel like it doesn't love you back, but you know, um, and you literally it didn't love your yeah. back. You know, but now the <laughs> back, so the stem cells yeah. fix you. Yeah, so I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I'm a lot happier. Like Kevin said earlier, he nailed it. When when you're in pain, you're just really not yourself. You're not thinking. Yeah, you your work goes down. Because well, you're not trusting what you could do safely to people and whatnot. You just start eliminating your whole yeah. whole uh, your arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Who's, yeah. Who's, now that you break down and have any stories. I didn't hear you, uh, Andrew. You broke up. Did you break? Did you break down and have anti-inflammatories? Because I did. I did a weekend because I had to go Me to too. MLW, go to Dallas. It wasn't because my back was hurting; it's because of my knees. Uh, as you know, you saw that I had that little possible other tear of a meniscus in my good knee. Mm -hmm. You know, I have no PCL, no ACL in my right knee, and it's bone on bone and it's bow legged. But so uh, off the anti-inflammatories, if I wasn't. If I didn't have shows and I would sit home, I, I could have rode the two weeks out. But I, I broke down this time. The first time I, I stayed true to the plan and uh, much success. This time uh, I made it a week and I had to take them because I had to get out on the road. And, and in Dallas, all that walking and whatnot, I had to, I had to have my knees working. So, yeah. And I had a double shot literally a weekend after we got the shots put in. So I had no choice. I the rest of Buffalo and then uh... – in Nyack, New York, West Nyack, New York. So I had to, I had to run. And the, when that show was over, Kevin was with me. I took some nambumatones because I had to. I had to, you know, the inflammation was just killing me. But hey. everything seems great. My, you know, my, uh, my bicep feels great. Oh yeah, that's right. And, yeah, uh, that my shoulder feels great. Really so. yeah, yeah. yeah, it was nasty. Remember? They didn't want to. They didn't know if they were going to do the shot because the inflammation was filled with blood. Yeah. You know, but it worked. Good. So I have bicep uh, all two and a half weeks, so I guess now. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, uh, I keep telling Chad, you think my arms are going to shrink? He goes, nah. I just got to tell you, Drew. I just got to tell you, Drew, your screen froze. And I think for the <laughs> other three of us, it was the most horrifying picture that we, we probably had ever seen. Kevin <laughs> cried a little bit. I saw it, Kev. Yeah, I did. A tear ran down. Dude, you gotta, you gotta use that for a promo. You gotta use that for a promo, Drew. It was fucking terrifying. Like, yeah, ba babies would have cried in that one. You just, you just got to, and you were stuck there. I, I, I was a little scared. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. am I frozen again? No, no, you're, you're good. All right. So yeah. So Kevin keeps telling me my biceps are not going to shrink. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I would like to personally thank because. Of the other two gentlemen on the podcast. Thank you very much, Dave. It's great to oh, have you. It's, it's always great to talk to you, sir. I've learned so much from you. I'm so humbled and, and honored to, to, to call you a friend and still be associated with you in this industry and in this business. I've learned so, so much from you. Everything you've ever told me, I've kept 
what I, I got it in here. I don't remember what I've had for breakfast, but I remember <laughs> all the advice you've given me through the years. And goes all the way back to when you would say one of the black cards, a little piece comes off, another piece comes off, and the black, you know, as you're in a love triangle. All of it. I still, I still hold it for the right moments. <laughs> right back at you, Dave. You've taught me a lot, too. Uh, no, no, sir. Thank, thank you for it. Thanks so much for coming on today, Dave. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you, sir. Thanks for having me on. I'll try one of your cigars one day. Absolutely. I got, I got you covered, man. I'll have some stuff to give to Drew, so I'll bring it out to you, my brother. Ah, tremendous. Greatly appreciate it. You got it, man. So we'll, we'll make sure you're stocked up. If memory serves me, last time what you dug were those naturals that uh, when we were with Snitsky. So I gave you. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So yes. I'll make sure I bring you a, a bunch of those, so you got some of those to smoke. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. You got it, my <laughs> brother. All right, then, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our peeps, uh, Monty and the Farrell. Much love and appreciation. And we will see everybody next week. Much love. Be safe. Thank you. All right, guys.